Tuesday morning, and you know it. Since it's Tuesday, we're continuing with our art chat with a bit of art sing around with the one and the only Andrew Dembina. Anderson, good to see you. <laughs> Thank you. Very nice to see you. You, you kind of sideswiped me there with that name. <laughs> I know, I can't believe I've never used that name for you before. We just like to, you know, keep things fresh and the exactly. listeners might think, you know, it's it's another person. Uh, yeah, you've got another guest presenter or <laughs> contributor. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Right, so let's continue with this art theme. I'm learning so much from you throughout the weeks. What have you got for us this morning? We are going to zoom right up the timeline now uh, because we've been talking about things that have been very ancient before. If you've missed it, listeners... You on the edge of your seats waiting to hear what, what, what we had to say about cave paintings, ancient Greek and Roman art. Um, and then the last one was the Renaissance. Renaissance. So we are now zipping right up to the late 1890s. Wahey! Well, hit me with the good stuff <laughs> so I can go to these tea parties and talk all about, I think it's Impressionism today. You got it. And Impressionism really gives away... It's uh, style in some sense with the name. I, I, I don't know if you've if you've heard of it or if you know or if you can guess if you don't know what type of paintings these might be. It's all paintings, by the way, with some arts that we've spoken about so far. Not really sculpture. sculpture. Oh, okay. No, it's always it's always paintings, and it is giving a feeling, an atmospheric look, so you don't confuse this with photorealism where things are that is a term where things are you know really pretty much like you might be able to get on a camera if things were set up properly with good lighting etc and right now uh noreen and i are having a look at a painting by claude monet um that's uh one of the key painters in, in the Impressionist movement. Yeah, and I'm glad because I had him in mind. When you said Impressionism, I was like, I think it's Monet. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. And and we're looking at a, a uh, something that he called Impression Sunrise. It's one of the earliest Impressionist works. 1872. And what a journalist gave the name Impressionism in an article that now becomes multi, you know, used by, by everyone uh, because the word impression was used in this painting. Maybe he was impressed, so... Uh, no, no, OK, no, I can't... Can I you can't hear the tumbleweed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing past. <laughs> yeah. It gives the impression of a sunrise. Yeah, it, it, it does, but what we have here is a very grey-blue urban dockyard and in the background there are the masts of ships it's an oil painting and it, it, to be honest you look at it it could either be a sunrise or a sunset but we're oh, told yeah. uh, what time of day it is by the artist because they don't even look like boats in the background i mean it, they could be clouds they could be they could be clouds they could be trees they could be cranes some of those some of those vertical masts yes. on a foggy or maybe like polluted smoky uh, harbour side and also if you look at the way the boats in the foreground are painted they're nothing more than dark shadows because that's all but they give the impression you know that of somebody standing on the boat as well oh, yeah. yeah with a yeah with an oar with an oar yeah so that's that that's a, a first look and uh, we we will uh, hopefully have some of these pictures on your facebook page that's noreen Mir on rthk radio 3 you have to put the whole lot in and then you can see some of these pictures um another one another very early one was by eugene delacroix 
and it was 1855. And this is before the term... <laughs> Delacroix. Um, he was a precursor to Impressionism. Um, to me, if you look at this painting now, it's basically some light in, uh, in, in a cloudy sky and it's on the top of a hillside. And it's a landscape that's painted... It looks like it's painted on the spot. And this is one thing that Impressionists did a lot. They would actually paint... Um, what they called uh, it, it was some Normally people landscape it's rarely of portraits of people oh no there are we're oh, gonna we're are. gonna come on to that as well there, there are some I wanted to start off by showing you a range oh, wow. of effects we're looking at a third painting and it's by Turner the British painter oh, yes. um he's normally known as jmw turner whenever you see paintings it's like they never give his name so if you're wondering what the jmw is if you've ever seen that it's joseph mallord mallord uh william um so that is that's turner and in, in the tate gallery is less blobby because most impressionists like most of those paintings you can are more, see yeah i can see that, that that's, more blended you, yeah, it's you more can, blended because some of the other ones that we've looked at previously you can actually see the brush strokes can't that's you right, yes. so brush yeah. strokes i should use those terms rather than blobby well, I mean, I think we, we, we like to keep it straight talking. And it's, uh, <laughs> if you think it looks blobby, there's nothing, nothing really wrong with that. Um, and this is another storm scene, uh, and it's actually a snowstorm. And if I, didn't know, if I didn't read that in the title, I wouldn't have guessed. It basically looks like almost a kaleidoscope of water going around. Pretty scary it like a stuff. a shipwreck, to be honest. Uh, I mean, yeah. it looks like that ship is going to be doing well not to get wrecked because it looks like a terrible storm that the ship is in the centre of exactly. on, a, on a canvas blue. Blues, greys. It's almost like yeah, a the typhoon. Pictures yeah, that we typhoon see. or a hurricane or something. Yeah, hurricane. No, hurricane. One of those twisters. Oh, twisters. Yeah. So that is from 1842. Now he wasn't an impressionist, but he he inspired some of the French impressionists to paint in a certain way. He's one of the best loved painters of that era in Europe, and it was unusual because most of the top painters were in France for uh, a lot of the. 18, uh, 1800s and 1900s. So um, here we go. You were mentioning, are there any of people? Oh, yeah. There's, there's a beautiful painting of a girl by Renoir. So, yeah. so another famous artist from that uh, Impressionism movement, Pierre-Auguste Renoir. And this is a girl playing with a stick on a sunny day. Um, uh, and, it's, and the light, if you look at the... The way that the dress, she's wearing a blue dress, she's just kind of relaxing. Uh, it, was, it was simpler times, playing with a stick. Yes, <laughs> and she's sort of sitting um, on the grass with some flowers and leaves surrounding her and some sort of uh, trees, mm. well, some sort of uh, greenery in the background. Yeah. It's a very restful, beautiful painting, and, 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 and Impressionism is often about capturing the light. Those Turner paintings uh, were also doing very much the same, playing with the light, trying to interpret light. And another really um, great one of this as well was a party, which was also a Renoir painting, and it's a party... Oh, outdoors wow. and you, yeah i mean you can see it's a lot of people there's obviously pretty serious party or function going on here and the dappled light that's coming through the gaps in the overhanging branches the that canopy, are giving them shade yeah, yeah. 
It's amazing because th- those people are wearing hats and you can see the shadows of the leaves that sort of gets casted on their, on their faces and, and their hats. Wow, that's really a yeah, lot of detail. There are, there, are, there are shadows, there are little bits of dappled light um, all, all around them that, that, that you really get the sense, yes, of that canopy of the trees above them. It looks really real if their faces weren't so... Um, I mean, the faces obviously looks drawn on, but then yeah. the rest of the colours, it's exactly how it would look in a photograph. Yes, they, they, they do. It's, and it's the impression of the scene that we get. The further you put it away from yourself, and if you were in an art gallery where this would be about two metres across and one and a half metres tall, something like that, then if you go close up to it, you'd be more aware of the, uh, of the brush marks. But then as you step back or pull it away, if you're looking at it on a computer, if you want to have a look at any of these art, artists Renoir and Monet, have a look on uh, your computer at home, listeners, and then step back and things become sharper and clearer as you, as you step back. And also if you squint, if you half close your eyes, they are clearer still. Why is that? That's so interesting. It's, I, I, it, I'm not sure what that does, but I just, when I'm, whenever I'm either appreciating art or drawing... If you squint, yeah. yeah. But, it, but also, if, you're, if you want to draw something, it's a good tip. This We're going off point a bit here, but, but to squint and you can kind of really see the tonal differences more clearly. No wonder. I always see like, well, I don't always see artists. Not like I'm hanging around with these artists. <laughs> but, you know, when they're painting, sometimes yeah. they take that brush and then they squint a little bit. Yeah. 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 It really defines the different tones, like the very darkest and the highlights. Uh, you can suddenly see the breakdown of tones more, more clearly. I just thought they needed glasses. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, come on. St- yeah. Yeah, you're doing yourself you an injury specs, there. Yeah. yeah. Um, another really superb painting by Claude Monet is called Woman with Parasol, and that's like a sun umbrella. And this was actually his wife um, with uh, with their son. And this is I can't make oh, this wow. any smaller, but but the light in this one is if you look at the way if you look at the way that the, the foliage lead. is yeah. done in front of the mother and son on the top of a hill on a sunny day. The funny thing about this is that it looks very much like today we're used to just taking who knows how many photos with our phones every day and it looks like this is taken into the sunlight, something that we might kind of play with for an effect ourselves but it was very unusual for a painter, for a painter to actually not have the sun behind him to paint a subject because it's not the most flattering of looks. You know it's someone he knows well, the wind or... I, think, I don't know if she's got a veil on there or something, but, it, but it's, but yeah, I it think a scarf, like a, 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 veil. a scarf or a veil. Yeah, a bit yeah. of a windy day. <laughs> so he's not, it's not the most flattering of uh, portraits, but it is an amazing one. It's so, it's so bright and uh, it, it's, it really it's offers a, a bit of joy. Yeah, it's such yeah. a comfortable painting to, to look at for a long time. Yeah, it is. It is, and as are Monet's most famous paintings. So the water lilies in his garden that he modelled on a Japanese garden. When he became wealthy in his own lifetime, um, he had a fascination, as many artists did. Oh, in... was he recognised for his art during his lifetime? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so not like Van Gogh. No, ex- no, not uh... like Van Gogh or some others. It was um, he, he. He actually wanted to change um, his garden to, to replicate a Japanese one that he'd seen in paintings. He'd never been to Japan. And from there, in various um, sizes and colours, at different times of the day, he would paint his water lilies. And if you go to some of the biggest art galleries or museums in the world, 
the top ones in some cities have some of these water lilies uh, around uh, around the world. They're, they're large scale and they are so tranquil. If you get if you go and see, like those. how big? Like oh, some a, of them. A, some of them are colossal. They meter? would be. I would say oh, more, more. They're, some of them stretch even. I would say. Five meters wide. Whoa! Yeah. It's Some, like a whole wall, yeah. basically. Wow! And he and he did these towards the end of his life, wow. and he had painted water lilies so often that he kind of challenged himself to do them almost, uh, yes, a wall-sized painting on canvas. And the last ones I want to mention for him, another fascination, was different times of day. He lived in the UK for a while and got fascinated by the Thames and the change of the light looking across the Thames River at the Houses of Parliament. And there would be the old, you know, cliché pea soup fog in, in London of the day with everyone with their coal fires. Uh, or there would be different... I, I've only brought along three to discuss with you, Noreen, but he did so many of these at different times of the day. And he painted them on the spot, and then he would take them into a studio that he rented in London and, and then finish them off there. So it's interesting. He would get the information he needed... Uh, and then, uh, and then either uh, f finish them or take them back again to if he wasn't if he wasn't sure at the same time of the day to just get those final touches. Wow! So impressionists, I mean, we've breezed through it as we are doing with a lot of uh, you know these topics that we that we're going through. But it's um, basically there are there were one or two people that took it a bit further, but, but I'm not going to go into this too much into something unsurprisingly called post-impressionism and for that we won't be talking about this as a topic they made the brush strokes even more noticeable Exaggerated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. that came later interesting wow anders thank you so much for your time today i learned so much and i had no idea he painted such uh, monet painted such big canvases four yeah. or five meters M the, the water lilies water yeah lilies. they were they, they they were his biggest wow. and they were the, some of his last paintings Oh, well, thank you very much indeed, and I look forward to more chats with you next week. Cheers. Yeah, thank you.